0: So we are the Hallmarkies Podcast, and we are so excited to be here to talk about Meghan Markle, her movies with Hallmark, and her Lifetime movie, and it's going to be really fun. And I'm Rachel, and Amber's here. Hi, everybody. (laughs) And our very good friend, Amy Lynn Craig, is here. Hi there. And she's our official Lifetime movie correspondent, so we needed her to get on this this fun action. So we're going to talk about two movies that megan made for hallmark and then we will talk about this uh harry and megan royal romance uh lifetime movie uh so it's pretty exciting let us know in the comment section what you think or on twitter or whatever uh, about these various films so we're going to start out with when sparks fly this was 2014 it was a summer movie And, uh, basically the plot is a big city journalist is sent back to her small town to write a 4th of July story and discovers the life and love she left behind are exactly what she's been missing. And, uh, so, (laughs) so Amy, uh, what did you, what were your overall thoughts about this film?
1: Okay, this is one of my new favorite Hallmark movies. Oh, all right. (laughs) Like, hands down. I started the movie, like, I watched this one first specifically because her name was Amy, the character. So I was like, oh, I have to watch this one first. And then we got, like, five seconds in and I'm like, her best friend's name is Sammy from childhood. My childhood best friend's name is Sammy. (laughs) Sammy. They're obsessed with the 4th of July. My birthday's on the 4th of July. So I was like, this is my movie. (laughs)
0: Oh, perfect.
1: I'm nowhere near as obsessed as her friend Sammy with the, like, Love America, not that much. Um, (laughs) But I just think this movie was so fun. Um, Up until the part, like, the end of the movie. Then it was, like, really fast. Mm Mm-hmm because it's like she broke up an engagement and then her best friend's like kind of okay with it really quickly. It was like they had to wrap the movie up. I was like expecting there to be like 20 more minutes, but there was like five. (laughs) So yeah, but it's one of my new favorite Hallmark movies. Uh I'm in love with this
0: movie. I'm so glad. Uh, Yeah, for me, I, I, I remember enjoying this back in 2014 when I was just like, these movies were just candy to me. And so I wasn't really analyzing them uh, like I do now. (laughs) Um, And there are enjoyable aspects to it, uh, but it didn't hold up super well for me on the rewatch. It does have a lot of Hallmark cliches. Like it's what I like. It has totally a save the farm storyline with their business about to go under. It has a... uh, uh, it has the city girl getting reformed coming back to the small town it has the high school boyfriend uh, it has the bridezilla you know you know how I love insufferable bride movies and so it has a lot of those and it's like pick one it
2: has the busy business boyfriend yeah yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs>
0: businesses is, business is that although he's not as he's actually a nicerish version of, of that he was okay of- uh you know, you it try. also i ha-
2: don't rachel don't forget it has the small town festival yes
0: yeah, small town festival yes. um it's not like the worst movie i've ever seen but there is some terrible green screen moments at <laughs> the beginning and the end which i mean wherever if this was made in vancouver or whatever there's got to be lakes like why not just shoot it in front of a lake like i don't understand rachel <laughs> like, fireworks are expensive well, mm-hmm. they, but in those seats, were are even, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, but that looked terrible. They, they looked really bad, but you know, she's, she is a charismatic lead and uh, it, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it didn't hold up super well for me. Is how I felt. What about you, Amber?
2: So when I originally saw this, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And when I went back and watched it, I was like, yep like it even less <laughs> um and I think part of the biggest problem is the main guy mm-hmm. um Hank first of all Hank <laughs> um but second of all he is on Eureka the actor Christopher Jackot, and he he does a fine job but in Eureka he is just like this like insufferable me like weaselly guy and so me trying to buy him as the lead that not only can one person fall in love with, but like two people fall in love with. And then she's willing to like almost ruin her relationship with her best friend over this guy. I was like, no, first of (laughs) all, I don't buy it. And second of all, I don't really like the cheating on your people's things. And this movie was just like, well, I'm just going to cheat on my fiance slash I'm going to cheat with my best friend's fiance. It was not great. I didn't
0: like it at all. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, so Christopher Decoe, I think this is his name, and he has been in a couple of homework movies, actually. He was in Ring by Spring, he was in Catch a Christmas Star, and he was in Come Dance at My Wedding. So this is his fourth film. Um, And then it also has Lachlan Monroe in it, who plays uh, the boyfriend of Meghan Markle's character. And he was just in Winter's Dream, which was not my fave. <laughs> um, while you were dating, Mistletoe Promise. I think he plays the ex-husband. Her ex-husband, yeah. yeah in Mistletoe Promise. Uh, he's also had, I think, two episodes. One calls the heart. And uh, he was in the Christmas Newt. So there you go. I didn't think that that Phil's character, the, the, the business boyfriend, was a was a terrible character. I thought that he was actually pretty nice and accommodating, and, like, uh, and, but I don't know, uh, what did you think about, I guess, that whole, that whole dynamic? What, what did you think about it, Amy?
1: I think that because she moved away, she had this, like, ac- expectation of what type of boyfriend she should have mm-hmm. with that profession and with where she was, and he kind of checked all the boxes, but they weren't exactly compatible with each other but he was still a nice guy just a nice guy for somebody else Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah uh yeah and like at the end he kind of you know basically says like we were just kind of having fun together and uh I don't know for me like she I I wouldn't say I don't know like yes you shouldn't be kissing somebody who isn't your fiance. But uh, I don't know. I don't think that's quite the same as like full on out cheating, in my opinion. But I... Uh, <laughs> uh, Rachel,
2: she, this is well, Hallmark. So yeah. that's as much cheating like, as you're going to get. Yeah, fair enough.
0: But uh, but she felt really bad about it, at least. Uh, when, oh,
2: well, I mean, I killed that guy, but I feel bad about it.
0: <laughs> but some of these Hallmark movies don't even give you that. Some of them... I know,
2: but just like justify. most of these Hallmark movies, it's like, oh, I have feelings for this guy that I have not acted on, so I feel bad about having feelings for this guy who has a girlfriend. Most of the time it's not, oh, I have feelings for and have kissed my best friend's Mm fiancé. Yeah,
0: but most of them, I feel like they actually sort of justify it, whereas I feel like she felt really, really bad at least. So so, I don't know. I mean, I didn't love the movie, so I'm not, like, trying to justify it, I guess. But I think there was something there. Um, and I, I, I think, you know, because I'm not a big fan of these insufferable brides, but I did think it was kind of a little bit fun to see all the insane ways that she could work in 4th of July into this wedding. Like- yeah, and,
2: just, <laughs> and the thing, though, is, too, she wasn't being insufferable, really. I mean, she she had a vision. She was determined, but she wasn't like I don't know, like this big, demanding, rude person. Like she'd ask people, and then they'd be like, "Yeah, okay." Like
0: she didn't I like she demand those, that people do things with all those wedding planners and with all those. Like she was she was pretty high maintenance, pretty high demanding. And well, um, there's I
2: just feel like it's fine if you have something you want and you're like. I want this. And then the wedding planners are like, we won't do that for you. To be like, okay, bye, thanks. I'll do my own wedding.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I Amy, just- Amy,
2: where do you fall on this? It was a little weird. Well, like- I'm not saying that I like the taste. I'm just saying, do you feel like she was unreasonably bridezilla?
1: I, yeah, I don't think that people gave her a chance, because there's been weirder weddings, I feel like, like, weirder things people have asked for, and they've been fine with it, I mean, like, but, yeah, I think that the wedding planner should have, like, at least heard her out a little bit more, <laughs> for mm-hmm. what she was saying, um, but still, her, like, a wedding that's red, white, like, jeez. It's a, a little much. <laughs> well,
2: I'm not saying that it's what I want for my wedding, but if it's what someone wants for their wedding, just because they have bad taste doesn't inherently make them a
1: bridezilla.
0: Yeah. I thought she was a little, she was a little, a little much for me, but she's not the worst. I agree. She's not the worst that Hallmark's had. Um, but uh, she, she was a little grating for me, but, um, I, but I think that it was really funny to see all the weird ways that she integrated. Like, I actually, I just, her dress was like, like, obviously I wouldn't want, want that as my dress, but I was like, that was really creative. Like, I may not want that for a wedding
2: dress, but I would for sure be like, this is my prom dress, America, watch
0: out. (laughs) Yeah. And the bridesmaid's dresses and, uh, and like the, her, I hope, I, I don't think I've ever seen a Hallmark movie where the the bride actually picks out China. Like that's like, that's kind of a forgotten, forgotten custom used to just be like every bride had their China set that they went to Macy's or someplace like that. And they signed up and then people would buy, you know, one serving or two servings or whatever. And you don't, I don't, I feel like you see that much very, very much in weddings anymore. So that was kind of, that was kind of fun. And she's got the patriotic patriotic China. (laughs) <laughs> that dress, she's
1: awesome. Though that dress, I there's got to be a picture somewhere, but I my birthday is on the 4th of July, so she was my mother planning my childhood birthday parties. <laughs> this lady like not even kidding. And I swear, I had a dress at one point, probably for like my 4th or 5th, that looked pretty pretty similar to that dress yeah <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> awesome can you find that picture we'll put it on. i'm i'm Let gonna try
1: because there's it. just like a series of me in red white and blue for my life
0: <laughs> we'll put it on the twitter if you find it that would be funny <laughs> um amber what do you think about this idea that if like the bride had been a sort of obsessed with christmas it would be sort of more palatable do you agree not agree
2: no i feel like it's the same holiday's a holiday. <laughs> I want to have one with a Halloween wedding. Like, let's do this. <laughs> I don't know. Let's I just celebrate like traditions. I, I'm on board. It doesn't matter to me, like, what the theme of the wedding is. Yeah.
0: I don't know. For me, it just, it was funny and I enjoyed it's it. It's because
2: you hate the 4th of July. Everyone knows this. (laughs) Wait, why?
0: False. She's being (laughs) slander. No, I don't hate the 4th of July. I'm just so accustomed to these over the top Christmas people in Hallmark movies. So I think that's why it would have just felt sort of more normal to me, whereas I'm not accustomed to over the top fourth of july people and so I, I i that was just my take on it but yeah, i don't know it,
2: it felt fine for me the, the fourth of july stuff
0: yeah it makes yeah, no difference
2: to me if my life the girls putting blue on her dress or putting red on her dress or putting green like mm-hmm. you know like it it is what
0: it is yeah there you go
1: uh, But uh, amy what do you think um i i don't know this just didn't seem that out of like, unfamiliar to me at all because yeah. this was my life pretty right. much. Is Yeah, Rachel's right is just crazy.
0: crazy. So... There you go. <laughs> no, that's obvious. So, uh, what was the article she was writing? I was kind of confused about that. It was a... She was writing about the festival or about the company or about the fireworks display? I thought her
1: pitch was about pyrotechnics
0: originally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and like, then let's it, be real. Uh, she
2: quit... Like, for real, she was terrible and she should have been fired 25 (laughs) minutes ago. Like, she's the worst. And I do not believe for a second that her article about her family's business almost going out of business and then fireworks happen landing on the front page of the chicago tribune like no
0: right knock it off kind of go back and forth she's doing all these tasks for her friend to try to help with the wedding and these feelings start growing and growing That she thought she she was completely over this guy and uh and then yeah it kind of all explodes okay can also i just want to talk about
2: Um, the pushy barbecue guy. How about you get your own life,
0: bro? (laughs) Yeah. Explain what that is a little bit more for our listeners.
2: Okay. So apparently there was this barbecue restaurant that Hank and Amy used to go to all the time. And Lou, the guy who owns it, is like, oh, hey, kids, you're in love, right? And they're like, actually, no, we're just friends. And he's like, "Mm mm-hmm. Why don't I just put some love potion in your drinks, eh? Like, he was so, like, legitimately, if I had gone to a restaurant and the, like, owner was that ridiculous with me, I would never go back. It was, like, over-the-top, meddlesome barbecue
1: guy, right? Right, Amy? What do you think? Yeah, he was over-the-top. And also, why did they think it was a good idea to have the rehearsal dinner there, like, if it was their spot when they were dating?
0: Yeah. Well, and you would think that she would have definitely had all of that, like, planned, because she was such a, a, a stickler for every last little detail. that Something like, where's the uh, where's the rehearsal dinner going to be, would be something that would be planned. Uh, rehearsal
2: so- dinner is technically the
0: responsibility of the groom. Yeah, but she, yeah. she would definitely make sure that it was planned, I think.
1: It was a quick wedding. Yeah,
0: how fast <laughs> did,
1: did they now? do all this? I feel like it wasn't a practical time period.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, I, I don't know, I, I didn't. It, w- it was a little bit confusing because it was uh, that there was like some question of like, can we get her to change the dresses and stuff? And I'm like, no, you're not going to be able to get somebody to change their bridesmaids' dresses within what was it like a week or two weeks or something like yeah. that but I don't know how long this supposedly was I mean I
2: really want to let you guys I just want to get engaged so I can have a marriage, like my wedding done everything fabulous in like seven days and I'll be like
1: dab on that haters <laughs> like I feel so confident that I could do it in a week yeah Okay, see, right now, um, my best friend is getting married, and we're trying to get the bridesmaid's dresses. The wedding is in August, and we've been told now that we should have gotten our dresses two to three months ago, mm-hmm. because they can't get the dresses for us. So we're all like, what are we going to do? We're just going to have to go to Macy's and get prom dresses, because yeah, um, that's what David's bridal is not working out.
0: <laughs> no, there's a great Dave Barry poem about this, that he basically says that, that all brides should be uh, forced to you only have two weeks to plan your wedding because if everybody had two weeks then every business would make sure that could happen in two weeks you know that's the way capitalism works and so it would save everybody like so much headache it would save everybody so much (laughs) uh, drama and uh, it it is pretty amazing how fast uh, maybe you went after two weeks but like the idea is basically like the industry would adjust to making the most money they could in the in that, you know, amount of time, if that became the, the new standard. And, uh, and, and, and you kind of see that a little bit here in Utah, because people are used to pretty quick engagements here. And so they can, you can, you can get a pretty nice wedding pretty quick here if you want.
2: I'm serious, Rachel, give me,
0: give me yeah. two weeks. Oh, I, I, I mean, heard. like, me, I spend a you, lot of I money, but could. I'll do it. <laughs> Amy, since you really, really loved this movie, how did you feel about the chemistry between Meghan Markle and Christopher Jaco?
1: I mean, he wasn't my favorite Hallmark leading guy, mm-hmm. but I'd never seen him in anything before, so I was like, "Yeah, he's okay. They could have cast someone better. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of felt like they were kids
0: when they were together, so like, yeah, it was did, young i i i had haven't ever seen him in anything else so i had no problem in that regard either and i actually thought that uh christina Pesic who played sammy i thought she was actually pretty sweet i could yeah like she had it i'm not saying she's as good as brooke dorsey but she had a little bit of that like i thought a little bit of her sort of flavor to me mm-hmm yeah, she
2: did a good job. I feel like, honestly, I do feel like everybody in the cast did a good job, mm-hmm. but I was never going to see Hank as anybody other than himself from Eureka. It just wasn't going to happen.
0: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I haven't, I haven't seen that show. So, yeah, I. Yet. Yes. <laughs> going to be watching it sometime this week, I think, for uh, Rachel's Never Seen, uh, our little series that we're doing. So, uh, okay. Well, how many crowns would you give uh, when sparks fly? Uh, yeah. Is it out of five or ten? Five. Five. Uh, four. Yeah, very good. Um, I would probably give when sparks fly 2.5 crowns. Okay. Uh, um, I
2: gave it 1.5 crowns.
0: <laughs> All right. There we go. Okay. That's why I went
2: last, because it was the harshest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. So, and I think that Hallmark kind of knows this isn't great because, uh, they're not re-airing it this week. Yeah. And if they, if they had any sort of faith in this, they would definitely be airing it this week. They have this whole, uh, princess marathon thing and they're, they're airing Dater's handbook in there, but not this. And so I think that kind of says, says something what about Dater's handbook? This is 2016. And uh, the plot for this is Cass is a successful business woman that appears unsuccessful in her personal life and decides to try the dater's handbook at her sister's encouragement and dates several guys to test the process. And so this movie uh, for me, I, th- I actually thought it was kind of refreshing. It's not perfect but i feel like you don't have that many hallmark movies that are really about dating i feel like it's uh, it's usually some form of uh, we either dated in the past and then and then you know find each other again or uh some kind of whirlwind kind of a thing but you really don't have that many of these movies that are really about sort of the mechanics of dating. And uh, I I kind of felt like it was refreshing on that level. And uh, she or she has this, she's been unlucky in love and and she dates these guys that she feels like I think she can like fix or reform or whatever. And uh, so she reads this book and she decides that this self-help dating guide book thing, and she decides that she's going to try to implement all of these steps and at the same time she meets uh, this character Robert who is uh, played by Christopher Poloha Pul- and he is very like spur of the moment, very f- you know free spirit, kind of a kind of a character. Um, and then he has you have Jonathan Scarfe who plays George who is much more like deliberate, much more like mature kind of uh, likes the opera, like stuff like that boring. What's that? Boring, <laughs> boring. Uh, but he was, uh, in my opinion, I liked that he was actually thoughtful. Boring, at least, like he tried to accommodate her. And you know, like when he took her to the symphony, it was like one with movie scores, and he tried, I think, to like to think about her a, a little bit. Like he, he wasn't a jerk, that's for sure. And so she's dating these guys, and um, you know, and trying to decide does she want to go with the one that meet matches the book best or match the one that she's that she uh uh feels the most chemistry with and i i actually enjoy this movie i think this movie is is sweet i i liked it um uh, amy what was your overall thoughts about this one
1: i really liked this movie cuz like you said i think it was a little bit it was different from the relationships they portray in other homework movies also i thought this was like a little risqué for homework because she had two boyfriends at the same time which you don't really see well i mean you kind of see in some movies but like she blatantly had two boyfriends at the same time
0: mm-hmm. but i, or- I- I don't feel like they were her boyfriend. Like they knew she was dating other people. Like, uh, like did they? They, they? were not. They they were not exclusive. I think especially the Christopher Below character knows that they're not exclusive, and he's trying to get her to be exclusive with him, but she she won't. She won't do it.
2: Um, I don't I, know that they know that yeah. because they're like. Oh, oh, that moment when they're almost in the room at the same time, and they're like, oh, phew,
1: we managed to pull off that heist. Yeah, I feel like they never knew about the other one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It just I didn't guess. seem like it. But I, I don't think that they thought that she was exclusively their girlfriend. I mean, they didn't ha- They didn't have a DTR, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most people, that's how you date. Most people, you date a bunch of people, and, and then you decide which person you want to exclusively date, and then you date them exclusively. So I I personally didn't have any problem with that. Like, to me, that was refreshing that, like, it's actually showing dating. Um, Well, uh, I I didn't mind
1: it. I just thought it was a little, you know, like, Hallmark. Wow, this girl has two boyfriends? What? (laughs) And she's not even, like, in a different state or anything. Like, they're both in the same location. (laughs) Well, I mean, the thing is, though,
2: kind of in these movies... They usually have two boyfriends, let's be honest. They have like yeah. their boyfriend back home who does business mm-hmm. and then their boyfriend who they kind of almost micro cheat on their boyfriend with
0: the but whole They're movie. not really dating. Like I, I think it's different. Like usually it's like a fiance that they're like in an exclusive relationship with that they're like committed and then they cheat on them and <laughs> with this with like they, this she's just dating. Like I don't know, to me it's different.
2: No, it's fine. But it is so funny. I think she is the only one to have, like, three boyfriends in a movie. Yeah. Oh, because,
1: yeah, because she had the the other guy. Yeah. Uh, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's just, killing like, seemed, it. He seemed off to me from, like, the minute he walked on screen, I was like, no. <laughs> no. No. Oh, not now, what you. Type of boyfriend? What boyfriend that you date for two years doesn't know what you're
0: allergic to? Yeah, An and inattentive
2: I... one. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Amber, so what was your overall thoughts about this movie?
2: So, uh, this movie is a little tricky for me. Um, mostly just because Jonathan Scarfe is in the Work and the Glory movies, which I love. And I would recommend anyone watch them, because I enjoy them a ton. Um, but he's Joseph Smith in that, who is, you know, the prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I just, like, he is so Joseph Smith to me that it's so weird seeing him do other things, especially being, like, someone dating someone because it's kind of like the Pope dating someone. So, like, I just have, like, a hard time when he's in movies.
0: (laughs) The only time that I have those kind of struggles is when I'm used to a character being a voice of a character. And so all of a sudden you have this voice coming out of a different, you know, like... Anytime I see a Zachary Levi movie, even though I love him, it takes me a second to be like, okay, it's not Flynn Rider. It's not Flynn Rider. (laughs) Because I'm used, it's just weird for me to hear that voice coming out of something different, you know, because I'm used to, but I don't know. That doesn't, I think, bother me too much. Uh, It's just weird for me. Like, it's, like, he's
2: fine. And obviously George is boring. And his, like, his name's George. Yeah. He he was going to be boring no matter what. His parents, he didn't really have a lot of choice but you, um you, sorry he's like he's a decent guy and he's obviously handsome but like he, i just he doesn't work for me and so then obviously you know robert's the better choice too cuz they have fun together mm-hmm. but
0: i don't know do you agree though that he like at least george like was was considerate like he was trying to no
2: george is a good paper option
0: yeah like it makes sense that the book would be telling her to go with him and uh when she's you know
2: but to be honest to be perfectly honest if i were picking between these two guys i would probably pick the guy who didn't take me on a date to a gym and ride on treadmills. like (laughs) that is not a date for me
0: the treadmill date is
2: literally my worst nightmare
0: and broke my ipod
2: yeah yeah uh, but I mean, the broke my it. iPod thing is, like, whatever. It's an accident. But, like, going on a date to a gym, I would I would literally rather die. If some boy was like, hey, let's go on a date. Let's meet up at the gym. We'll do some treading. And I was like, uh, no. no. Be, this <laughs> well, is the end of the
0: almost relationship. <laughs> Goodbye. Because <This isn't, laughs> not like, that's not who I am as a person. Because evidently he told her, oh, we're going on a running date. And then it was raining. So originally I guess they were gonna go running somewhere. Which is outside. which is
2: just one step above <laughs> treadmill date. Because awful. And like a running date, at least you're like outside. Ha ha ha. But a treadmill date, kill me. It
0: was I, I'm sorry, go ahead, Amy.
1: It this was just like the idea of a running date. I'm like, this is so like LA, let's go to the gym. I'm like, like every guy on Tinder in like a thousand mile radius of me is like, let's go hiking. Let's go to the gym. Let's do this. And I'm like, no. And then like, (laughs) you know what we
2: could do? A gentle sitting around listening to music date. Sounds
0: nice. (laughs) I would love to go to that concert where they're playing the scores and stuff. I'm all yeah. That. Or that's like,
2: crazy. remember his his like nice date of like, let's go see art, and she's like, <laughs> right with my critique, and he's like, you know, I don't know that that's true, but whatever you think, because art's you know personal, and like that's maybe a little pretentious. Like, let's be honest, but he was so like nice and
0: encouraging. I mean, I think that Christopher Pueloa is super charming, and uh, so he sells it but i do agree on paper i think that george is the more attractive option for me um and we should say christopher ploy he was in rocky man christmas and then he was also in hearts of christmas which is really cute i think and that's a good one um, And then jonathan scarfe he was in angel christmas and in love on the air so there you go so he's been in a couple of these and he was also in uh the christmas solo last year on up channel which was mm-hmm. one of the better up movies uh so he's a he's been everywhere um yeah i mean this i thought that it was it was just a little bit different enough and she's she is megan markle is very um charming i think and charismatic and and i think she had chemistry with both these guys like it wasn't it wasn't completely obvious, like, who, like, cause sometimes it's just so obvious. The one guy's, like, a total jerk, and, like, the <laughs> other guy is obviously, like, I, I appreciated the fact, like, in rom-coms, I generally appreciate the fact when they go to some effort to make both options nice guys. Like, I, this one thing I like about Sweet Home Alabama mm-hmm. is that, like, both guys are, like, nice guys and, like, mm-hmm. decent options for her, and you can see how, how she would be torn. Uh, by the, the guy from the hometown and the, the guy from the chief element within the city. So I like that. I, I to me it's not as it's more boring when they're just like one's the obvious choice.
2: Yeah, yeah no, it's fair. It's this is a decent movie and mm-hmm. it's just, you know, yeah. the whole the work and the glory thing. But guys, go watch the work and the glory. You'll love it. You'll be like Nathan Steed is my boyfriend. <laughs>
0: Rachel gets it. And we've actually talked about maybe even doing an episode on them. Amy, you probably have no idea what we're talking about.
1: No clue. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: okay. Um, All right. So how many crowns would you give Dater's Handbook, Amy? I'm going to go 3.5. Very good. Uh, Amber?
1: I gave it 3.3.
0: Very good. I'm going to also give it 3.5. So... There you go. We're about... See, perfect.
2: like, we're basically the same. It just got a two-point deduction for, <laughs> you know, just being a thing I couldn't do. Okay, fair
0: enough. All right. Uh, let's talk about last night's movie on Lifetime channel. This is why we wanted to have, especially have Amy uh, in here with us. So we had their uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle movie. And called Harry and Meghan, A Royal Romance. Yes, so this was an interesting movie, and I'm gonna go last, uh, so, Amy, what did you think? You're the correspondent. What was your thoughts?
1: (sighs) Okay, so I, I feel like, you know, it started out strong, you know, the first couple minutes, I was like, oh, I'm really into this, he's really, like, he, he was, like, the epitome of Harry to me, and she, you know, seemed like Megan to me. And I was, like, oh, I think this is really good. And then there were just things throughout the movie that were a little strange. <laughs> and I was a little, like, what? Okay. I don't think it would have happened
0: that way.
1: But, okay. But, I mean, all together, I think they did a good job of piecing together what they knew through, like, press articles and stuff in real life. Um, but just some of the comments, and also the, the lion representing Diana, that was kind of weird. And the mentioning of the crown, because I think they mentioned it, like, twice in the movie. Um, and also, like, making her so stereotypical that, like, for breakfast in this movie, I think she twice had avocado toast. Mm-hmm. I was just a little like, okay, so they're kind of playing up stereotypes and just odd things. But other than that, it was good. I think they pieced together what we know from the outside as good as they could have
0: amber what about you
1: um so i actually really liked
2: it um i knew you hated it when i had watched it because i watched it on a recording delay with my mom and my mom and i were like what is why she hates so much this is really fun And so I don't know why you hated it. And we'll get into that, I guess. Spoiler alert, you guys, Rachel hated it. Um, But I I really liked it. I thought it was pretty fun. I thought they had really good chemistry. I thought the casting was pretty good. Um, The girl they have playing Megan, um, Parisa Fitzhenley, um, sounds almost exactly like Meghan Markle. It was crazy. I was like, way to sound exactly like her. Most of the other casting was fine. Um, I don't think they've ever seen Prince Charles in their lives. (laughs) (laughs) That guy was not even close. But like um, the Camilla was really good. I was like, whoa, Camilla. And Burgess Abernethy AKA Zane from H2O was being <laughs> Prince William. And I was dead. Like the minute he came on the screen, I was like, it's Zane, it's Zane. Oh my gosh, it's Zane. You guys, you guys, it's Zane. And my mom was like, who is Zane? And I was like, you don't even know. He's from H2O, just add
1: water. He's Zane. It was amazing. all <laughs> grown up? I was like, all grown all grown up. Up. I was like, wow, also, he's Australian, not British, right? Yeah, but he he, he did fine. He, he did, did fine. Enough. Yeah. Um, but I love him, so
0: it was great. There you go. Okay, I thought this movie was <laughs> terrible. I, I do think that the casting of the two leads was really spot on. I, that's the one thing I would give it. But my problem with this movie, I think it took itself way too seriously like this is just supposed to be just like a fluffy movie about a girl marrying a prince and i like the lion being diana which as soon as that happened i was like oh my gosh this is terrible and i uh, and like they <laughs> they like they decided that they were going to make megan markle be like the most empowered human being on the planet that nobody else was going to even come close to her. Because so what their solution, because you have Kate Middleton, who from all accounts is a lovely person. Yeah. And like, and and even Diana, like basically have to be lowered <laughs> in order to puff up Meghan Markle as just this like crusader, the most amazing person. And like, I just couldn't believe that uh, the, that they, like, that, that, like, Kate Middleton is, is, like, presented as this, like, catty, judgmental, like, she's the one bringing up, like, well, they're gonna judge her for not being a member of the royal court, and they're gonna judge her for being mixed race, and I'm like, of all the human beings in that family that's gonna be bringing that up, I really don't think it's gonna be kate melton
2: the thing that was yeah i have to agree with you it was so funny because they were like not only were they making like william and kate not nice people they were also like decided to make prince charles like the strongest most forward-thinking <laughs> empowered man in the universe <laughs> like prince charles i don't know anything about prince charles other than just what i think but i'm like that is not what i think of when i think prince charles
0: and because they were taking it so seriously that to me the script was just laughable if it was just a fluffy movie then i wouldn't care as much that the script was laughable but they wanted you to take this thing very seriously in my opinion and like <laughs> i wrote down some of the quotes like i love not can't be throwing around opinions and endorse italian wine willy-nilly when she says that. <laughs> when, when somebody- i thought that was the cousin who said that no. annabella uh, yeah, no, know, I know. And, uh, and when, uh, when they're like, uh, Harry says, your lot needs to start listening. And then, like, Kate says, us commoners need to stick together. I mean, poor Pippa's wedding. Like, who knew that it was such... A-
2: also, okay. Um, like, I know they're trying to be like, man, Kate Middleton, what a commoner. And I'm like, <laughs> Kate Middleton was, like, incredibly wealthy. Like, <laughs> she went to the same school as
0: Prince William. And yeah. She was doing fine. She's not were trying like, to, like trash off the street. They were trying to like supposedly paint this picture of Kate Middleton as this like practically this like this kept woman who was just there to like produce children for William. Like, it's like, what? Like everything I have ever read about her is that she is just a lovely person and that she, like, this is just ridiculous. And like, I thought, it was so ridiculous when Harry says to Camilla and Charles, you should have been together from the start. Yeah, right. They were going to say that. <laughs> I mean, there's no way he would say that about it. With his mother. Like, there's no way. And, and then when Charles... Well, I mean, says, in this
2: movie, to be fair, Prince Harry freaking hates
0: Diana. So... <laughs> ridiculous. And when Charles says, uh, says, Canada's one thing, mother's on the... currency there. (laughs) He moved to California for this woman. I was just like, oh
2: my gosh. So bad. Hashtag filmed in Toronto.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, the Pippa's wedding was the worst to me. I just couldn't believe that like you supposedly had Harry like getting into some kind of war of words with this with this woman who's wearing this brooch and that like the brooch is like a real there, there is a member of the royal family who wears these brooches and is, uh, I don't think her name is Princess Michael or Michelle or something like that. Anyway, I was reading up on it, but, like, I don't think she's like, calling her out in the middle of a family wedding. And uh, I just thought that was so ridiculous. And I thought the whole scene where she's, like, rushing to the airport to, like, <laughs> to catch the prince was so ridiculous. And, like, her painted as this like feminist icon, and don't put me in your white, uh, your white ivory tower, dude. And I'm like, what? I mean, from everything that I've ever heard from them in interviews with them, she was very touched by the fact that Harry stood up for her and that Harry wrote that letter. She's not all like, I'm breaking up with you. You're a horrible Rachel.
2: Person. You what you need to do realize though this is a movie this is not
0: (laughs) no but they wanted you to take it seriously i i completely believe with all the 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 cinematography the the way that it was all packaged was all meant to be this like female empowerment and it wasn't just like i don't know like another cinderella story movie or like these royal movies they wanted this thing to be like empowering and like and like dramatic and so like if they're gonna if they're gonna want it to be empowering and dramatic then I'm gonna hold them to that standard and it was not at that standard it was ridiculous and like that I feel and also like yeah I, I love the fact like that we're supposed to believe that the queen of England sitting down with Meghan Markle and Harry is like do you act in that crown show but the thing
1: is, there's interviews saying that most of the royal family has watched it.
0: Yeah, but I don't think she's making that part of her, like, first interview. Like, that's just <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah, and, you know,
2: I would believe that. Like, she wouldn't, I, I think she would probably already know. She wouldn't have to ask <laughs> her. Yeah. But, like, I like, like, it's legitimately a thing where people have, like, watched. The, they know that the queen and the royal family watched the
0: crown and they were like oh it's fine i thought it was completely ridiculous and uh and also like technically her hairdresser who says who first thinks she's dating michael jackson's son um and then it's like oh you've seen the crown
1: <laughs> isn't michael jackson's son like 22 <laughs> and she's and- with 36 <laughs> he has two i don't know
0: how many how and- old they are and the scene where the lion is like matching their mating—oh co- my gosh, that was <laughs> Rachel. What's up? Have you? I don't know
2: if you've ever. Have you heard of this thing called Creative License? Like. I- <laughs>
0: Like, don't expect me to take your movie seriously if you're gonna have this lion appear. I don't know why you were trying to take it seriously. It was just for
2: fun. No, it was not. I. It I was for was fun. Crazy. Just because you no. think that they were
0: trying to do something doesn't mean that they were. I, I, I completely disagree. Oh. I think they were. They were trying to make this feminist empowerment piece, and it was terrible. I, I just thought it was laughable. I was cracking up. And uh, the, the best, best entertainment of it all was just following Twitter and all the people making, making fun of it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, really the only positive thing I have about this is the two leads I thought were actually pretty good. But other than that, I thought it was terrible. So.
1: Um, Prince Jackson, Michael Jackson's son, is 16. He was <laughs> born in 2002. No, but that's Blanket. How old is the other one? The other one, oh, Michael Joseph,
0: I think he was born in 96 or 97. But the okay. thing that's funny is that The Crown hadn't even aired at that point, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, yes, it had. It was like no, late no, when 2016. They, when they had just started dating, no? Um, and, uh, and I don't know. When did I they just, start dating, Rachel? What's that? When they did they start dating, dating? At the very beginning of that year, not at the end when when The Crown aired.
2: Of 2016, they started dating in the beginning of 2016. Yes.
0: Well, so it, like when Daters Handbook aired? Yes, I know this is a fact because I saw an interview with Christopher Pillow, and he said that they that she started that he that he knew or whatever that like she had started dating Prince Harry a month after that uh, they finished filming that movie. and money on this. That is one thing I will say. There were some pretty shots of them in Africa. And um, the, this, the, they had a CGI lion, but it didn't look that bad. It looked fine. Um, I don't know. Amy, Was there anything else that you either liked or didn't like that you, about it? Oh, that lion.
1: But um, <laughs> that oh lion, goodness. I was just yeah. like, like, I get it. I get it. Because sometimes, like, relatives, you know, when they pass away, you're like, oh, there's something that reminds you of them. Like, I understand that, but just the lion thing, (laughs) like, it was weird. And also, like, who, like, I want to see the statistics on what person comes face to face with a lion in the wild twice (laughs) in their life. Like, I,
2: (laughs) to be fair, it's probably a higher average if you are on a lion sanctuary. Yeah, they're not doing a very good job protecting
0: the Prince of England.
2: (laughs) Content. like it's, it's just fine. fine like i don't understand why you guys can't just be like oh it's fine no, if they decide to terrible. do this
1: silly thing i mean it's a movie it was silly but i was just like why why this lo- like what makes i mean i guess because like diana was supposed to be a fierce woman and like you know i, I think, think they were trying because to- he was
2: 12 and he was sad and he was like oh maybe it's my mom i
1: don't yeah. think
0: that they wanted it to be silly i think they wanted this to be like gravitas of like the lion symbolizing like I, I i i i don't but to me that was the fatal flaw of this movie is that they took it very seriously and they should have just had it be a fluffy fun movie and um and uh but yeah the lion <laughs> was just, and and that was so evidently diana is possessed by the lion basically to like Protects protect Harry supposedly, and then to make sure he gets laid, like that's like her job. <laughs> Don't say that word, Rachel.
2: It's not refined. <laughs> also, this was definitely the lifetime
1: Harry and Megan. Yes, 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 yes. Because I was like, oh, they're in bed together. They're not married. This is lifetime. <laughs> like, hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was hilarious.
2: I look forward to the Hallmark movie where they have like separate tents. Yeah. <laughs> that's my
1: that's more my speed. Amy, how many crowns would you give this? Um I didn't hate it. I liked it, but I didn't hate it. So I'm gonna go with a three. Okay, good, good. Uh
0: Amber.
2: Um, I'm giving it three and three quarter crowns. Oh, except okay. for we don't do crowns, so these are just stars. This is home. This yeah, is lifetime. lifetime. It doesn't right, get it right. doesn't
0: get crowns. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will give this um one crown one star because they at least got. I thought the two leads were good, but that and and they had some nice panning helicopter shots <laughs> that looked nice. <laughs> um, but pretty much I was just laughing at it the whole time because it was so ridiculous. Um, but, uh, so hopefully Hallmark will make a better movie. We'll see. Um, but there you go. So we've got our three movies with Meghan Markle. And, uh, are you excited, Amy, for the wedding? Are you going to wake up early and watch it or?
1: Yes. I am so excited. It's on Saturday, right? Yes. Saturday morning. Yes. Mm -hmm. I am so excited. I cannot wait. Oh, I, I skipped school to watch William and Kate's wedding. Mm -hmm. So.
0: Yeah. Amber, yeah. are you excited?
1: Yeah, 100%. I'm very excited.
2: And I'm also excited we're going to have another one in October. What's the
0: one in October? I didn't even Princess know. Princess Eugenie. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, no. Girl, get... I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, I, I just... I don't
2: think they're going to make a wedding movie for her on Hallmark, but I really want them to. Why yeah. wouldn't you?
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, th- you. I want to. Hey. That's, is that fergie's daughter yes yes okay like <laughs> why wouldn't you make a movie about that you could probably get fergie to be in the
2: <laughs> for real and the whole family would be like fergie why don't you ever stop doing things we don't want you to do it would be amazing
0: yeah i really enjoyed william and kate's uh wedding it was uh, during that time i was struggling with a lot and I had a big. I had a party. My friends all came over. We we watched it on delay. We didn't watch it late, you know, early in the morning. But we all made hats. And I'm not. I, all my friends are all busy this year, so I'm not doing something like that. But um, but I'm still looking forward to watching it and um, and seeing all the fascinators. That's always fun. <laughs> and uh, some of the British fashion and and all oh. of that. So there you go. That's awesome, Meghan Markle. Married to Prince. Pretty exciting. And, I am and-
2: so excited. We're going to talk about the wedding on next week, right? On the right. podcast?
0: Yeah. We'll be talking about a royally, a royally Ever After and also The Royal Wedding, so it'll be really fun. And, uh, <laughs> and so uh, let us know what you guys think of these three movies. And are you excited about The Royal Wedding? Uh, let us know in comments or on Twitter or wherever. Uh, we would really appreciate it. And uh, Amy, where can people find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr at It's Amy Craig. And then you can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash Weekend All And that's it.
0: Great, great. Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. Uh, I've been doing a lot of fun stuff over on my channel. I'd love for you to check that out. And uh, make sure you're following a Hallmarkies podcast uh, on Twitter and uh, other social media. And we're also on iTunes and Stitcher and YouTube. And we really love if you give us your ratings and reviews on iTunes, it's very helpful to us. So if you have a minute, we would be very grateful. And uh, so, yeah, thanks so much. And, and look forward to this week. We will be talking about the good witch and, uh, And yeah, this weekend, we have Royally Ever After on the Hallmark Channel. And make sure that you check out our interview with Lee Friedlander, the director of Royally Ever After uh, that we posted on Monday. Make sure you listen to that because it was really fun. She was a a very fun lady. So we had a great time with that. So thanks so much. And we will talk to you all next week. Bye, Bye. everybody. (laughs) Bye, guys.